Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. from low orbit to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, it's only April 12th, 2023. The 2024 election is still 573 days away. So let's get into it. Today, <laughs> is it just today? Last night, we learned that Chicago will host the 2024 Democratic National Convention. Come on, baby. Don't you want to go? This is great news, because Chicago is my town, baby. I love the people. I love the lake. I love the pizza that looks like an above-ground pool. (laughs) I love any place where it's okay to publicly utter the phrase, I want my beef wet. (laughs) I want my beef wet, actually. Of course, this won't be the Windy City's first Democratic convention. Chicago is also famously where the DNC devolved into the most disturbing scenes of political chaos in history. Of course, I'm talking about the 1996 DNC's brutal macaraning. They also tried that at the RNC, but the delegates who macaranaed were immediately deported. Speaking... uh, I know, sad. It's very sad. Speaking of Chicago, Ireland, where President Biden is on a diplomatic visit. As soon as he landed in Dublin, Biden showed off his gift of gab, regaling Irish firefighters with this story. Lightning struck my home. Literally all four floors, that thick smoke. Went in and saved my wife. Saved my wife. I wasn't there. My cat and my Corvette. That's no malarkey, Jack. I tell you, now let me tell you, let me tell you, you guys are the greatest. You, you folks saved everything that matters. Wife, life, cat, vet, okay? <laughs> also, my funny calendar of cats driving Corvettes to the vet, okay? <laughs> Little Mr. February just says, meow, meow, vroom, vroom. Can't make that stuff up. <laughs> okay, fellas, great to see you. Gotta go meet the king of the leprechaun steals Lucky Charms. Be right back. <laughs> I was gone for a minute. Was Joe Biden just here? (laughs) While Biden is there to mark the anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement, it's also, in many ways, a personal trip to a place he loves. And it turns out our former president is also in his happy place, appearing on Fox News. Last night, uh, the former sat down with Tucker Carlson, who, thanks to revelations from the Dominion lawsuit, we now know hates the president passionately, (laughs) privately texting that 
He's a demonic force. <laughs> Harsh, accurate words. <laughs> but uh, let's see how Tucker uh, referred to the demon last night. For a man who is caricatured as an extremist, we think you'll find what he has to say moderate, sensible, and wise. That... That is an impressive flip-flop. Many caricature Cthulhu as pre-Euclidean monstrosity that emerges from the briny deep to devour man's mind, but I think you'll find his face tentacles are quite moderate, and he has a chance to bring America together in his cartilaginous maw of madness. The ex-president rambled about uh, a lot of subjects, like the withdrawal from Afghanistan. He attacked Biden's decision-making. And then he unveiled a brand-new military advisor. I did a little skit with a five-year-old kid. I said, let me ask you, here's the situation. I explained the situation. I said, would you take the military out first, or would you take it out last? I take it out last, five-year-old. Totally... Totally normal conversation to have with a five-year-old. We, we all, we've all had them. Yeah. We've all had those conversations. Reminds me of that famous Dr. Seuss book, One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish. Why didn't Johnson see the Tet Offensive coming? <laughs> he, also, he also harped on the dangers of nuclear proliferation, or as he wisely put it... The biggest problem we have in the whole world, it's not global warming. It's nuclear warming. The Biden people know the power of nuclear weapons. They now control our arsenal. They don't seem worried about this. Uh, that's because they don't understand life. They don't understand whatever it is that you have to understand. <laughs> that is a broad... It's a broad, fairly all-encompassing philosophy. It goes all the way back to the words of René Descartes, I think, therefore, I understand whatever it is I have to think. <laughs> oh, there's, there's news about America's favorite dessert topping, guns. It turns out a popular handgun, the Sig Sauer P320 pistol, fires without anyone pulling the trigger. Finally, hands-free firearms. <laughs> Siri, set my alarm to go off at 6 a.m., then set my gun to shoot my alarm. She's on it. Unlike, <laughs> unlike a lot of other handguns on the market, the P320 has no external safeties to prevent it from firing in cases of malfunction. In other words, it's basically cocked at all times. Also the name of a popular Pornhub channel. <laughs> turns out, turns out, all right. Turns out a gun, turns out, no, don't encourage, no. Siri, erase search history. I'm sorry, too, Siri. <laughs> Turns out a gun that is always ready to fire is a bad idea, but Sig Sawyer insists their guns aren't a problem. In response to public questions, they offered a few defenses, including unintentional discharges are not uncommon, and they incur with several types of firearms besides the P320. That's not a great defense. Look, I know our gas station's hot dogs cause violent intestinal distress, but to be fair... Most gas station hot dogs cause violent intestinal distress. And if you want mine, you'll have to pry it from my cold, dead... Oh, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go.
Joe Biden just here? Is Joe Biden just here? So there are some defective guns out there. All the government has to do is recall them, right? Ha ha, no. <laughs> Turns out firearms are one of the few products that are exempt from federal consumer product safety regulations. By doing that, they're admitting that by the existence of a gun, we're throwing our hands in the whole safety thing. And thousands of other products have been recalled for lesser reasons than spontaneous shooting people. In 2013, a toy chicken was recalled for being too loud. In 1998, pencils with the slogan, too cool to do drugs, were recalled because when sharpened, the message became, cool to do drugs, then simply, do drugs. That's wrong. That's wrong. No. But to be fair, if you do a whole pencil's worth of math problems, you've earned those drugs. <laughs> oh, speaking about doing something about yeah. guns, we also have an update from Tennessee. You'll recall that last Thursday, Republicans in the Tennessee House expelled two Democrats, Justin Jones and Justin J. Pearson, for using a megaphone on the House floor in support of an anti-gun protest. Well, Monday evening, the Metropolitan Nashville Council unanimously voted to appoint Jones back to his seat. Yeah, baby. Which is pretty great. That is pretty nice, especially because now that he's technically a new member, Jones can file up to 15 bills, and he has said that each of those bills would have to do with gun reform. Yes. Except for his first one, HB 252, ha-ha, suck it, you dummies. (laughs) And just a few hours ago, the other expelled member of the Tennessee legislature, Justin J. Pearson, was also reinstated. Pretty nice, man. That's pretty nice. That breaking headline again, Justin, Justin, Justin. We have some footage here of Pearson after he was voted back in by the Shelby County Board of Commissioners. Let's get back to work! Now, I'm no body language expert, but I think he might have been a little excited there. (laughs) So good work, Tennessee Republicans. You didn't silence these guys. They're still in the legislature. You made them heroes of a movement and national political figures. I'm surprised you're not in favor of gun reform because you just shot yourself in the nuts. (laughs) We got a great show tonight. Coming up, Stephen Young. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. 
Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. My first guest tonight is an Oscar-nominated actor you know from Minari, The Walking Dead, and Burning. He now stars in the new Netflix series, Beef. Life is precious, man. You can't, like, waste it, you know? You gotta take action. If you're hungry, eat a steak. You wanna feel the sun on your face? Like, look, it's right there, you know? See something you like, baby bro? Go get it. You gotta take control, man. I am in control. Yeah? What's your plan, then? I'm gonna go play ball. No, like, in your life, like, right now, in your one precious life, what is your plan? Well, once you change my password back, I'm gonna become a crypto millionaire and travel the world with my boys. Okay, your boys? All right, what are you and boys gonna do? Like, what's, what's your boys' plan? It's easy. Three 10x trades. 1K to 10K, 10K to 100, 100 to a million. Boom. You're just saying higher numbers. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Stephen Yun. Nice to see you again. As I was saying backstage, I've interviewed you on, yeah. on Zoom before, you know, during Not COVID, but this is the first this time we've is... ever I've been you know, yeah, in the same room. this is a pleasure. Thank That's you. That's nice. Thank thanks. You. And we're both uh, Second City folks. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. interesting. I messed up a couple of your sketches, so I apologize. Oh, did you? You yeah. did some of the sketches that I did? I butchered it so bad. I did, too. Yeah. Okay, great. All I right, butchered right. it. That's why they were, they were the way they were. Um, the new TV series, Beef. Okay, uh, about a road rage incident that sparks a fight between uh, you, ongoing fight and mm-hmm. like shenanigans on both of you and Ali Wong. Yes. In this, on a scale of one to ten, how rage filled of a of a driver are you? <sighs> how do you react to like yeah. being cut off? I guess. You know, I used to be pretty angry. These days, I'm not so much. But I, I do this weird thing that I realize is when I'm driving and nobody's there. I'm pretty chill. Like, like no one's someone, in the car with yeah, you? Yeah, no one's in the car. Like, if someone cuts me off, I'm like, I understand. Like, I've done that before, too. But if someone that's, like, close to me, like my wife or my kids or somebody's in the car, then, like, I get really angry. And I was like, why is that? I was like, oh, I'm performing. <laughs> because someone I know saw me get slighted, and so I have to make a deal about it. Wow. Right? Oh, wow. What does that say? It says you should live alone. I should. <laughs> You're much better by yourself. <laughs> yeah, truly. That For is everybody, you should get oh, out of no. there. Um, how fast do you drive? I mean, um, keep in mind that, like all late night guests, you are under oath. Uh, I am a consistent eighty. <laughs> Not always. That cons- on the highway. No, on the consistent highway. means like in a school zone. <laughs> <laughs> Off you go in a parking lot. I'm gonna get in such trouble for this, but yes. I'm a left laner. What do you mean? What's a left laner? I like stay the 80 so that I can stay on the left lane. And What's wrong with going. that, baby? Because you're supposed to, aren't you supposed to like, I thought it was fine too. And then my friend was like giving me so much crap because you're supposed to go in and out. No, because no one's doing 80 over there. That's you're what doing I'm saying. 80 over That's here. what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, I'm but you don't doing like, it. You don't like crawl up on people's butts. No, 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 no. I just like try to like go in the fast lane. Like that's, okay, it's cool then. I'm going to do that. I'm going to keep doing that. The, the, show, uh, the show came out uh, 
la just last week, right? Yeah. To rave reviews already. People are, people are digging it, saying this beef is juicy. Um, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> they're trying to say the beef is juicy. The, the CNN, uh, yes. Uh, a beef turns a road rage run, uh, road road rage run in into one of the year's juiciest shows. Juicy, all right. Beef I'm is into. juicy. Beef is juicy. Okay, um, so when you're <laughs> when when something good like happens with a show like that, I'm just curious as an actor, you think like, whoo, I got a long period of work that I can look mm. forward to here, mm. or are you always just thinking about the next thing? I'm. <sighs> You know what it was? This this project, like, I'm just kind of on this ride. Like, I got to share it with, like, really wonderful people that I love. Got to work with people that I really admire. And the show itself was just, like, ultimate facing all cringe. And, like, going through that was liberating. And also, like, it feels like, what could you possibly... Like, we're just... I'm just happy for the success, but, like, hate it or love it, like... I feel like it says something about you more than it does about me. So I'm, I'm chill. Oh, what do you think it says about somebody if they hate it? Maybe they don't want to see their cringe. Like, we're and if all they love it, then they're cool with the cringe. So it's pretty simple, actually. Yeah, what it says about just them. be cool with the cringe. It's not that complex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you like the feeling of the cringe? I don't love the feeling of the cringe, um, but I heard this thing that says, "Don't kill the cringe." Kill, kill the part of you that cringes. Wow. Ooh. That sounds deep. <laughs> uh, I have T-shirts and mugs. Uh... <laughs> it's all on sale in the lobby. Okay. Okay, your oh, character, God. Danny, becomes part of... Uh, I, I think I got it right here. Your character becomes part of a, a Korean uh, church's band. Yeah. Did you did you uh, grow up? I did grow up church? in church. Yeah. Were you in the band? I was in the band. Really? Did you play guitar? I did play guitar. What kind? What are we talking? We're like our father who art in heaven. No, that kind of it was stuff? like it was like slow like roll ups with my Taylor seven ten like acoustic yeah. guitar with sure. like elixir strings like Ooh. doing the whole thing. But someone said, "Wow, who got the yeah." That was it was like church praise. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we would be like, you know, we just like play. We just, it was, it was, it was a time. Uh, I don't do that anymore. I actually don't go to church anymore, but uh, that was a time. It was cool. But at a certain level, it sticks with you. I'm, Absolutely. I'm sure. What's your, you have a favorite verse, if I may ask? I do have a favorite verse. Sure. Um, I was taught this in sixth grade. It was, it's Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you'll be able to test God's good and perfect will. Oh. Yeah. That was... That... Sounds, sounds deep. deep. <laughs> that was taught to me at the time as to say, like, don't do secular things, just do Christian things. Oh, and I was wow. like, that doesn't seem at all like what the verse said. And I've been wow. unpacking it ever sure. since, you know? We have to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more Stephen Young, everybody. Stick around. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. 
Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hey, everybody. Look at that. It's the star of Beef, Stephen Young. Stephen, um, you, you were a frequent guest uh, of Conan O'Brien's, mm. and, and he said of you, this is an excellent compliment, it says, mm. quote, he's immune to taking himself too seriously. <laughs> That's a great. That's that a, is great a great gift. compliment. Yeah. Is that true? Do it's you... not true. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I. Uh, it's not true at all. If anything, if my gift is anything, I am just constantly humiliated when I'm like feeling myself. <laughs> Whenever I feel myself, it just wham. I just get it. Well, can you uh, can you name a time when you? Uh... Um, well, just recently on a brief. Uh, on the beef premiere, when we were shooting some things, we were like, all oh, having a good time. We're like, yeah, dude, we made the show. It's getting out. And then I was like, trying to be all cool, walking out the door. Bam! Ran into the glass door. <laughs> so hard. And I was like, anybody see that? And they're like, we all saw that. Yes, yes. And I have like, if you see some of the interviews, I have like a slight knot like here. It's really? gone now. That it's was last down. week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just you can't. I, when I was young too, I. Uh, I was like so serious about like making sure that I wasn't the odd man out, that I would make myself the odd man out on accident. Like I was part of the school orchestra mm -hmm. and uh, we had this one night of Troy Country Fiddlers uh, uh, thing that we had to do. And everybody was like, all right, get your like Western gear and country gear and come and we'll do this concert. And I was like, mom, dad, I have to have Western gear or else I'm gonna look so stupid. So I forced my parents to like take me to the Gap and buy overalls and a checkered shirt, which was like more expensive than any clothes I've ever owned. Like we weren't rich or anything like that. And so I made them buy this for me because I was like, it's for school and I have to do this. And I rolled in and everybody's just wearing jeans and a t-shirt. And I'm in a whole, I look like a caricature of the thing. I was like the mascot of the thing. And then the worst part is actually, now that I think about it, the worst part is, I was first violin, which is first, but I was last chair, which is like outside where everyone can see you. <laughs> so it's just like everybody like doing their thing, taking it like chill. And I'm sitting there looking like a scarecrow <laughs> doing a terrible job at violin. Cause still, I wasn't even good. Do you still play? No, I was trash. <laughs> Well, um, thank you for sharing the cringe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. So nice to talk yeah, to you. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Beef is streaming now on Netflix. Stephen Young, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, 
interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.